Department Oh damn, thank you for tuning in, tuning in, tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news yes. entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams I need attention, it doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most <laughs> silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. histories, histories. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Friday, January 22nd. Today, we are going to talk about I Was Lied To. Megan McCain lashes out at buying Fauci and Amazon over COVID hypocrisy. Also, Wuhan marks its anniversary with triumph and denial. Also, Argo gives its self-driving vehicle hardware a big upgrade. Also, in this segment of entertainment, we are going to talk about Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah is ready for justice in CBS's The Equalizer. Also, in this uh, segment of sports, we're going to talk about longtime MLB Major League Baseball home run king. Hank Aaron dies at 86. And in this segment of Weird News, we're going to talk about a company seeking paid candiologists. That's what I said. Candiologists to taste test candies. Oh, my God. And in this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, we are going to talk about Bernie Sanders had the best reaction to becoming a viral meme. All this in this edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Let's do this. Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. And also, don't be shy. Hit that smash that like button to give me a better algorithm placing in this algorithm game called social media. Guys, today, what am I going to talk about other than it was gloomy? It was a gloomy day. I still went to the park over here where I usually go to. And uh, I enjoy the, the gloominess. I kind of like the gloominess. A lot of people don't like, oh, this is what I did. I bought multivitamins. I bought multivitamins. I bought uh, some Pavilion brand. I, th I think it's called Signature. I uh, bought Signature vitamins. And uh, I bought some turmeric, some cumin. I think that's what my wife called it. You know what? I bought it because Joe Rogan said. I'm not saying that Joe Rogan is the god or anything. I'm just saying if he talks to doctors and he's smart and he's telling me to take stuff, I'll take it. You know, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not sheep or anything, but I, I'm saying that he's more transparent than Fauci. That's what I'm trying to say, guys. Okay. And uh, I bought the multivitamin and, you know, look at you. You need your vitamins, man. You need your vitamins. You need your vitamins, you need your sun, you need to work out, you need to take care of you, boo-boo. Ain't that right? Hold on. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. You need to take care of your body, guys. Work out, man. Work out. Get get some sun. Do something. Don't just be stale and, and, and be idle and just uh, sit at home and, you know, watching your show. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, I'm a lazy bastard too. Sometimes when I watch it, I watched two seasons. I was just a hermit watching Warriors. It was like a Cinemax. It was a Cinemax series. 
and now it's on HBO. I watched it. It was well, we know, uh, it was based on the Bruce Lee writings. Is when the Chinese came over, and it was it was a good series. There was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of blood. There was a lot of gore. There was a lot of sex and and nice looking Asian women. So, at a boy. But man, I mean, uh, you know. There's just so much, uh, so many good shows to watch. Like right now, I'm watching The Expanse. I don't know if you guys watch The Expanse. The Expanse is a very, very good sci-fi show. It uh, the first three seasons, it was on sci-fi, and then uh, I guess they canceled it because I think due to some distribution um, drama. So Amazon Prime, Amazon decided to make or to take season four and now it's on season five and i am addicted to it. the only the the only gripe i have with the show um is they release it weekly which pisses me off because i'm like shows like that look man i'm netflix has spoiled people to binge watch okay and if you're gonna release a show weekly oh my god dude dude come on why why are you gonna tease people like that don't binge or I mean sorry don't release it weekly we gotta binge man what if what if I don't have work tomorrow and I want to feel like a lazy piece of shit and I want to stay at home and just watch and just dedicate eight hours to watching a show why can't I do that that'll be better for Amazon I think but I understand why they're doing it because from a profit kind of mentality that's what you need right because instead of just having one month of Amazon Prime and you want to watch the full season, you need to buy two months of Amazon Prime. So I, I get it. I'm not stupid. I know companies have to do their thing. Okay. That doesn't mean I have to like it. But I understand. Okay. Well, guys, what should we do? Of course, you know what we're going to do. We're going to go straight into it. Let's go straight into this, guys. <clears throat> Let's talk about politics. This article brought to you by the Daily Caller. I was lied to. Meghan McCain lashes, uh, lashes out at Biden, Fauci, and Amazon over COVID hypocrisy. Meghan McCain lashed out Friday at President Joe Biden, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and Amazon, saying that everyone was sending mixed messages with regard to COVID-19. McCain began her segment of ABC's The View by saying that she wished authorities like Fauci could have treated Americans like adults from the beginning instead of telling people that masks didn't work in an effort to preserve them for first responders while they were in short supply. And this is the thing, man. I'm very skeptical of government. I'm also very skeptical of everybody looking at one person, Fauci. Fauci admitted that he lied. He lied because, you know, if he said that everybody needs masks... All the frontline workers couldn't have masks. And so he lied. He lied trying to curb the amount of people getting masks. So right there, he should be fired at that point. But no, he was he, he's still employed today. So it, it, it just bugs me. And this is the whole thing with the hypocrisy of not only politicians, of just like of puppets. Fauci is a puppet. Okay, we shouldn't, you know, you should defer to your doctor. You shouldn't defer to this freaking guy you know yeah sure okay all right he he's been right probably most of the time but i'm just saying he lied he lied to the american people he admitted it so what is this even a story 
Why why are we even talking about this? Like, oh, well, he did a mistake and he had his reasons. He didn't have no reasons to lie to the American people. He had no reason to treat us like kids. And this is what McCain is saying. This is what, you know, McGain, uh, uh, Ma- Megan McCain was saying. Come on, man. Let's all be adults in the room, man. We all know not to trust politicians. We all know not to trust, especially puppets like Fauci, right? I mean, come on, man. I mean, really, is 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 everybody that's gonna follow all these politicians? Are you guys sheep? Are you? <laughs> come on, man. In your face, sucker. Don't be sheep. Don't be sheep. Don't be sheep. Don't be sheep. That's what I say. Let's read one one more paragraph. Look, I think the great horror of living in America right now is the absolute, complete, and total breakdown of trust in our institutions. I agree with her 100%, McCain said, noting that she had been pregnant at the start of the pandemic and had given away her mask because Fauci had said that they would not help. Just say to me, first responders need them more than average American. Please donate them for the good of your heart. I would have done the same, but I was lied to. This is it! This is it. Look, man, she works at The View. Come on, guys. She works at The View, so she must be a decent person. right? I, I, like, I like McCain. I like Megan McCain. The only person I don't like at The View is freaking Behar. That freaking, oh, that woman. Ugh. I would just, ugh. If she was sitting right next to me, I would, I would, I would move. I would move. <laughs> I would move to the next table. <laughs> Let's go on to the next article, guys. World News. This article brought to you by BBC News. Wuhan marks its anniversary with triumph and denial. Wuhan has long since recovered from the world's first outbreak of COVID-19 and now being remembered not as a disaster but as a victory uh-huh and with an insistence that the virus came from somewhere anywhere but here from the moment uh, a new pandemic coronavirus emerged in the same city as a laboratory dedicated to the study of the new coronaviruses with pandemic potential professor z jang li has found himself the focus of one of the biggest scientific controversies of our time. For much of the past year, she has met the suggestion that SARS-CoV-2 might have escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology with angry denial. Now, though, she has offered her own thoughts on how the initial outbreak may have begun in the city. In an article in the month's edition of Science Magazine, she referred to a number of studies that she said suggest the virus existed outside of China before Wuhan's first case in December 2019. Given the finding of SARS-CoV-2 on the surface of important food packages, contact with contaminated uncooked food could be an important source of SARS-CoV-2 transmission, she wrote. From one of the world's leading experts on coronavirus, even the discussion of such possibility seems unusual. Hmm. Could a spiraling outbreak of an infection that almost destroyed Wuhan's health system spark the world's first COVID lockdown and spawn the global catastrophe really have arrived on imported food without any signs of similar devastating outbreaks anywhere? I don't believe this. I don't believe that the COVID-19 was on freaking packaged food. Who would believe such a thing? Look, man, we got news coming out from China. Look, 
China is a communist country. China will cover its tracks, okay? China will make China look good, okay? Come on, guys. I've listened to a lot of stuff. Um, I'm not, you know, should I say I've been deep down into the rabbit hole of what I, uh, what I believe? To a certain extent, you know, I don't believe, uh, as, as far as this, this was not started from bats. This was definitely from all the, I would say, the professors that I've listened to. Let's just say Eric Weinstein, right? Very, very smart guy. He's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a biologist, right? A behavioral biologist. I think that's, uh, that's what the right title is. He even said that the markings of this COVID-19, COVID-19 virus, um, uh, isn't, isn't naturally made. It's, it's, it's been manufactured somehow. So if he says it, I'm, I'm not just, he's not the only one that said it. There's plenty of doctors and, and plenty of virologists and plenty of people. I could give you a handful of people that I trust with their knowledge that says that this virus was lab made so i'm gonna say it's lab made right and you got china covering its tracks i mean come on but it it uh it is scary um i would like to visit wuhan <laughs> i would i would i would like to visit wuhan okay but not for the reason that you think. And you know, oh, what, what, what are you gonna do in Wuhan? Are you just, are you just gonna, you know, try to find out stuff like an investigative reporter? No, man, I want to go to Wuhan, China, to try the Chinese food. Look, man, they had the first cases of coronavirus. They dealt with it. They barely have any cases, of course, from what the CCP says, right? But yeah, I mean, who wouldn't go to China and try to not try the Chinese food? It's like you not going to Eagle Rock and trying Filipino food. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Where's where's my drum roll? Thank you. Thank you. Anytime, guys. Anytime. And plus, you, you know, I've never been to the wet market over there. I would definitely want to visit the Wuhan wet market. You know? And when I say the wet market, I'm not talking about the meat. I'm talking about the brothels. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. No. No. The... The wet market. Okay, never, never mind, guys. Never mind. <laughs> All right, should we go to the next article, guys? Let's go to the next article, man. We we are gonna be breezing through these articles, guys. In this segment of technology, this brought to you by CNET. Argo gives its self-driving vehicle hardware a big upgrade. Argo has improved the cameras, radar, and LiDAR, and even added microphones to its Ford Escape test vehicles. Argo has been working on its self-driving platform for a while now alongside with partners Ford and Volkswagen. And in that time, it's made some decent progress. Now, though, it's ready to move to the next level, and to do that, it's created an updated suite of hardware according to its Friday announcement. This hardware claim claim to fame is that it's much closer to automotive grade, which according to Argo's release means that it's hardware built to withstand extreme thermal conditions and maintain structural integrity over time, and it can be manufactured in volume. How is this different from Argo's previous tech? Look, man, okay, this is it. 
This is it. I mean, uh, just 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 take a look at this picture. If 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 you're listening to me on the podcast, well, this is more the 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 picture is is really reminiscent of uh, if you guys knew Waymo. Am I even pronouncing that right? The autonomous driving cars that they have in some cities in Arizona. It's really reminiscent of that. Is reminiscent of some of the autonomous driving cars that Uber has had a handful in in uh, kind of navigating its way through making it an everyday thing, you know? So, man, this is this is it, guys. It's, it's inevitable. Within five or ten years, we're going to be, you know, guys are going to be in this car with no driver. They're going to be going to the club while they're watching porn on their phone, okay? This is, this is the way it's going to be, okay? Everything's going to be, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go even a step higher. There's going to be guys... Autonomous, uh, in these autonomously driving cars being driven to a brothel with a VR goggle headset for they're getting sex in VR and then after the VR sex they're going to get real sex then what it's coming guys it's coming the technology is already here our next cars right now I got a Nissan Cube but within five or ten years, if I'm going to buy a car in five years, which most likely is going to happen, it's going to be electric. And it's Teslas are going to be more affordable. It's probably going to be a Tesla. And I'm like, okay, if a Tesla was $20,000 now, would I buy it? Hell yes. Could I afford it? Hell no. Is a Tesla worth uh, uh, you sacrificing all your hard work for something you can't afford? I don't know, man. <laughs> I could. <sighs> well, guys, just 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 be ready for technology, guys. Just be ready for technology. Let's go on to the next article. This article is entertainment brought to you by E.T. Entertainment Tonight. Queen Latifah is ready for justice in CBS's The Equalizer. First look at the official poster. The reimagining of the 1980s series The Equalizer stars Latifah as Robin McCall, an enigmatic woman with a mysterious background who uses, who uses her extensive skills to help those with Nowhere else to turn. McCall may seem like an average single mom who is quietly raising her teenage daughter, but to a trusted few, she is the equalizer, an anonymous guardian angel and defender of the downtrodden who's also dogged in her pursuit for personal redemption. Man. Good job, Queen Latifah. Hold on, let me, let me, let me bring that in. Well, guys, this is gonna be the equalizer. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a show. I think on CBS. You know, it's good. It's it's, it's going to be a show on CBS. And and quite frankly, I don't know if, if 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 this show, if Queen Latifah as the equalizer, is going to be believable. Because quite frankly, if I was a a, a character in one of these episodes and Queen Latifah was the detective, and she was like, "Hey." What 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 do you think you're gonna do to this community? If that was the question that she posed it to me, I would have been like, um, "You and I, T Y, 
You and I T Y that's what you T she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's your song, Queen! It's your song! Come on! <laughs> what do you wish for? Wait, what what do you want? You and I T Y. That was such a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> That was a failed joke, guys. But I think that was a pretty good joke, no? So so get ready for that, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah, guys. <laughs> Let's go into the next article. Let's talk about sports, guys. This is uh, brought to you by ESPN. Long time Major League Baseball home run king Hank Aaron dies at 86 Henry Lewis Hank Aaron, the Hall of Fame slugger whose 755 career home runs long stood in baseball's golden mark has died. He was 86. Hank Aaron. boy, man. I mean, it, it, look, man, I don't follow baseball, but when, um, when a legend dies, I've got to pay my respects, okay? Like, this is how out of tune of baseball I am, okay? Um, the only pitcher that I could think of that's good, that's not even really great, some would argue, eh, I guess he's great, is Oral, Her Her uh, Oral Hershiser. And my favorite was Jim Abbott. Jim Abbott! Every <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because I had his baseball card. I had a Jim Abbott baseball card. If you don't know Jim Abbott, he was like, uh, he only had one arm. And and he would he would rest his glove on the arm that didn't have a hand and he would pitch and then he would get his pitching arm and then he would slide it back into the glove. It was it was amazing. You guys should actually YouTube that. Talk about multitasking. Talk about talk about um you know um um going through going through trials and tribulations. Jim Abbott bro he had one arm and he became a major league baseball pitcher. So what is your excuse? What is your excuse? You have no excuse. But hey, we're going to go back to this uh, Hank Aaron dies at 86. Man, hey, condolences to the uh, Aaron family. But he was 86. I hope, I hope he didn't die of COVID because, oh man, that would have been a damn shame. Mm. Let's go on to the next article, guys. Worry, we are breezing through this. <clears throat> In this segment of Just Weird, United Press International reports company seeking paid candyologist. Yep, that's what I said, candyologist to taste test candy. A Canadian company is seeking full-time and part-time candyologists to serve as taste testers for the company's confections. Candy Funhouse based in... Masuega, Ontario, said that the remote working positions offer $47 an hour to sample and review some of the company's 3,000 candy and chocolate. Treat, sign me up! $47 an hour? Man, come on, man. I would totally. $47 an hour? Man, where do I sign up? You're gonna, man, you're gonna, hold on a minute. You're gonna pay me $47 an hour to taste some candy and, and to give you um, to give you criticism, but sign me up, bro. Sign me up for that, and also uh, sign me up for a doctor because I'm gonna be a fucking diabetic, bro. <laughs> you can't offer me a forty-seven, uh, 
$47 an hour job for tasting candy and not offer me a doctor. Okay, you, you've, you've got to, bro. Come on. <laughs> That's just funny, man. Well, guys, it, you know, if if really, if you want to taste candies, I mean, this, this is the way to do it, right? I mean, if you want to get fat, if, if, if really, if you got a sweet tooth, come on, man. If you really got a sweet tooth, you, you've got to do this, right? <laughs> All right, guys, in this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, we're going to watch Bernie Sanders had the best reaction to becoming a viral meme. So let's go ahead and watch Does this. your staff show them to you? Here you are with the, uh, the Sex and the City girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. Senator Bernie Sanders says, yes, he has seen the memes that have taken over social media of his now infamous photo from the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President <laughs> Kamala Harris. And he's sharing his reaction to the viral moment with late night Seth Meyers. When Sanders joined Meyers for a chat on Thursday's Late Night on NBC, the host told the senator he was, quote, one of the stars of the inauguration. Meyers asked him, were you aware that this photo immediately sort of became the meme of the day? Not at all. <laughs> I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. Social media users were quick to insert like the image of the too, senator man. into popular scenes from movies, TV shows, and more photos, with stars such as Mark Hamill, Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, <laughs> and the official account of Schitt's Creek even joining in on the fun. I think this is my favorite one because I just don't think ah. you would listen to Forrest Gump that long. I think you would get up and leave that bench. That's a great one. <laughs> Sanders was also photographed at the inauguration carrying a manila envelope that became the subject of much speculation. People were asking what you were carrying. What was your uh, manila envelope? I'd love to tell you such top secret. <laughs> As for the signature mittens he was wearing, the senator explained, what was really nice, Seth, is the woman who made the mittens lives in Essex Junction, Vermont. She is a school teacher. It's a very, very nice person, and she has been somewhat overwhelmed by the kind of attention that is being shown to her mittens. For more on this story, go to theater.com. For The Hollywood Reporter News, I'm Tiffany Taylor. Uh -huh. Good job, Bernie. Look, man, um, I was a big Bernie fan. Now I'm not, you know, but uh, I still like the dude. I, st I, I still like Bernie as a person. But uh, as far as him selling out and, you know, it's it, it was a damn shame what happened to him uh, twice, <laughs> you know. But, hey, let's see what happens within the next election. I hope, uh, you know, I, I hope Tul Tulsi Gabbard was on the Joe Rogan experience yesterday and she is amazing i hope she runs because she'll definitely get my vote you know so yeah guys yeah 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 should we go ahead no we should we should just end it right well guys uh once again thank you very much go ahead and follow me on my social media i'm on youtube facebook instagram tiktok um, Twitch, Gab, and Parlor if it's still up at Chris Ruby Artist. And I'm also on DLab at Chris underscore Ruby underscore Artist. Go ahead and give me a follow. And also, if you guys want to send me some money, go ahead. I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger. Please support my work because I do this Monday through Saturday. And I have fun doing it. And of course, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit the like button. Hit all the jazz that makes me happy. Thank you, guys. Take care. God bless. Peace out.